Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. How's it going, man? Pretty good, pretty good. I just got home from a long day at on campus at school, so it's nice to be back for the uh, hour that I'll be here before I go back again. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you. Uh, so the, this episode's going to be late because... Your boy is sick, and he uh, he took nighttime medicine last night, thinking that he'd be fine, and uh, I definitely wasn't. So I started passing out before, uh, you know, yeah, before we were going to record. And it actually kind of worked out because I was doing homework at the time, and then you texted me saying that you were asleep, basically. Yeah, so I was like, all right, that's fine. Yeah, so if you hear sniffling, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Uh, we will be good next week. I should be good and healthy. And next week is going to be exciting. Uh, yeah. Not to go too much into it, but I have Tuesday and Wednesday off work, so I'm going to be playing a lot of the Destiny 2 expansion. Nice. When it drops um, next week. Before we start, we just uh, would be remiss not to say that our prayers go out to the families of those uh, who were involved in the, the terrible shooting at, at that Madden tournament in Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, I actually know I know a lot of people who live in Jacksonville. I don't think um, they, any of them were there. They're all safe, which is good. Uh, but just kind of a, a terrible thing to hear about. Um, hope they uh, hope, hope the families are doing okay. Um, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, yeah, that's definitely rough. It's kind of a, a double whammy for us because not only is it in our state and in a city we've been to multiple times, but it's also the gaming community that you know we're a part of. So, and uh, yeah, it sucks for sure. So thoughts, thoughts, and prayers, and hopefully action will follow to make sure that this kind of stuff doesn't happen again. Um. Which which it does sound like uh, a lot of esports companies have kind of come forward and said there needs to be more security stuff like that. So that all that's good, positive change. Um, but we are. This is geez, is this our sixtieth episode? I'm realizing this now. It seems this right. Is yeah, a milestone. If if not, it's our fifty ninth. Then we sound stupid. So uh, either way, it's we're we're hitting another milestone, and I want to encourage you. This coming week, it will be finished, I promise. But go to suplexthesticks.com. I'm going to be uploading all of our episodes to it. Right now, it is about eighty percent finished. I would say there's a couple pages we need to figure out, but other than that, go on there. Let us know what you think. It's going to be there to just kind of host our episodes a little bit we'll still be on soundcloud but it's another area where you can go and visit we will do occasional write-ups on there some of our friends are going to do some articles and it's going to be a really neat space that we have put a lot of time and effort into so go check that out when you get the chance um, and with that, let's talk about what we played this week. Because we actually played a game together this week. That we did, briefly. I, yeah, we. well, it was about three hours. Yeah, we, that's true. I guess it, played, the time must have, it must have flown by. 
It did, and it. I I would like to think it's because we had fun. Yeah, it was Granted, pretty fun, even though we uh, weren't really doing anything. Yeah, we accomplished uh, approximately zero. Yeah, we we played Sea of Thieves together. And let me tell you what, that finally, game, we finally did it after we, after the years of uh, saying that we were going to do it. We finally yeah. did it. And I've played it since then, but Seth hasn't, as far as I know. No, I did not. So we we played it with Seth's brother Zach. Who, shout out to Zach. Yeah, shout out to Zach, who finally, after me bugging him week after week to download the pirate game because I continually forget the name of this game. <laughs> we he finally downloaded it because we all got Game Pass. And we we played it for about three hours the other day. And mm-hmm. me and him played it for about three hours the other night after. So let's let's preface this. The first session we played all together on a larger ship, which was great. But we didn't really do anything because we couldn't figure out how to do anything. Yeah. Which is one of the most frustrating things in a video game. But luckily, this game was so much fun to play with friends that we didn't quite notice it as much. True. We had a very, very memorable episode where I expertly piloted the ship into uh, what amounted to like a hole that we couldn't get out of for like half an hour, basically. (laughs) We're trying to twist the ship out of this. uh, What's the. It was a little, it was a little lagoon that was about the size of the entire ship. So you couldn't really turn around in it. Uh, I don't know how it eventually got out. We tried. Setting off explosives to make it move. Um, at one point, I almost just sank the ship out of anger. Uh, but it was it was fun, despite how like um, boring that might sound. It was actually an enjoyable time, uh, which I guess is a, a credit to this game. Even though um, it does, I don't want to say it makes it hard for you to figure out what you're supposed to be doing, but it certainly doesn't uh, doesn't tell you right. It- at the outset there's uh there's definitely no hand holding in this game they they let you out into the world and you do it yeah and they also don't warn you that your ship can sink so <laughs> that was uh that was a really good lesson we learned i mean you'd <laughs> think that would would be kind of um expected yeah but i I it's it's expected, but I we we all jumped off the ship after we <laughs> kind of rammed it into this island, and we're we're going to explore this island, and we turn around, and our and the ship, ship is, is sinking. Sinking. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was funny. It was really good. It was a really funny moment. I wish we had caught it on some sort of stream or something, because we were freaking out about the treasure we had gotten, which we didn't even know how to cash in. And then Zach and Seth died on the island, and I they had to come get me. Well, so. I I blew myself up with TNT and also and took out Zach with me, <laughs> and expertly missed me somehow. I did, yeah. Um, but uh, so we didn't really do anything when I played. But what did what did you and Zach do together? So near the end of our playtime. We figured out that all the people on the boat have to vote for a mission, right? 
where you put it on the little desk. And so we, that was near the end of our playtime with you. Do you remember mm -hmm. that? So we went and did some of those missions, which were like show up to an island and defeat whatever randomly generated pirate was there or go to this spot and dig up spots on the island and hope there's treasure. Yeah. And, you know, just typical typical pirate type stuff. Yeah, and it's a it's a really fun game, where because uh, I've heard people talk about this game and they talk about an end game and how great the end game is. I the end game feels like it's at the beginning. I don't understand how you would reach such a thing as an end game in this one. But maybe one day you'll find out. Yeah, I really want to keep playing it and. I think that we will, because we, we definitely have fun uh, messing around. And it, it doesn't require too much thought, so it's a nice... Well, unless you're pir piloting the ship. That's that's fun. I would yeah. say I enjoyed piloting the two-man ship more, because the sails let you see more around the boat mm -hmm. than the three-man ship. Yeah. But that's just my preference. So it it is a it's a fun game. I I definitely recommend it if you have Game Pass. They're constantly adding DLC to it for free. So there's definitely a lot of stuff to do in it. And they are I think I was listening to an interview with them from E3 where they said they have split their teams up into like four. So they right. have new content coming out every three months, and that content's been being worked on for a year. Yeah. So that's... It does seem like they are... Um, they're providing a more substantive game than is than released at launch, so it seems like it's only going to get more fun, I guess. Right. More more fun, more, more expansive. Yeah. So good on them for releasing all this stuff for free. Yeah. So it's uh it's fun. We haven't yet run across other people yet, which was confusing to me. Cause I maybe know that's the end game. <laughs> You're right. Maybe that is the end game. Um, but other if you, than that, if you know what the end game is, tweet it to us at Suplex yeah. Six. Yeah, please, or Facebook us. We want to know. But. The other game I played this week was on my... What else did I play this week? I don't know. Picross, probably? <laughs> so I definitely played Picross. Man. Uh, I'm on, like, puzzle 100 plus on that, and it's crazy. Well... I, oh, I played Morphe's Law. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, that's right. That's right. My my sickness brain is making me forget that I played an entirely new game that just came out last Friday. Or maybe there's a little Morphe that's shooting your brain. That's taking, possible. Taking it away from you. Um, This game is really good, and it's really fun. Yeah? It doesn't run super great, but they'll get there, I'm sure. <laughs> and... There's not a ton of people that have bought it. So there's yeah. not a ton of people playing it online. But the game modes are really cool. And the 
the the premise is really fun and wonky. So I really hope that this game takes off. Part of me is worried that it won't because of all the indie games constantly being announced. But we will see. So there's 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 more than just like deathmatch. In fact, it's not a deathmatch style game. It is like Splatoon in that the red team has a giant red statue and the blue team has a giant blue statue. That doesn't sound like Splatoon. Well, right. Hold on. I'm getting there. And so the the goal of the game in some of the game modes is to have the bigger statue instead of cover the most ground. Right. So all the mass that you're taking from other people is going to the statue. So it's not based on kills, it's based on mass stealing. Right, and and how do you do that? By shooting them. Ah, yes. So, I mean, you know what I mean. Like Splatoon, it's killing other people is not the main goal of the game. It's it's to steal mass. Mm-hmm. And... You shoot, the, you shoot their limbs, and whatever limb you're shooting, yours it gets bigger, and theirs gets smaller. Yep, essentially, that's uh, that's it. Yep. And there's there's actually some really neat game modes in there. Like uh, there's a capture the flag type one, where you have to go get the head. The head is in the middle of the map, and whichever team gets the head to their robot first wins so it is capture the flag or there's capture the a, head. <laughs> there's a level where the head is on a is on this track in the middle of the level and if you shoot the uh, if you shoot the mass off the other team your statue goes gets bigger and so it pushes the level down and it tilts the head towards it and it slowly rolls Mm-hmm. And so the other team has to hurry up and shoot the mass off of you to make it roll towards its giant huh. person. Interesting. So the stage is constantly tilting one way or the other. It's it's neat. It's a really so there's a different uphill and downhill plane. It's a it's it's definitely a fun game. I hope the community for it gets bigger. You know. I, I don't know if it will. If if not, I'll be really bummed I dropped twenty five bucks on it, but or twenty bucks on it. Yeah. But it's still good. And I I was really happy. I've played it for maybe like three hours. Cause it uh I realized how small the community was when I left a game to try to play with new people and I jumped back in and was playing with the same people. <laughs> yeah. So that was reassuring. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's a fun game. I I don't know if it's Suplex certified because it's a, it's a multiplayer only game. And right. there's so much to that that's hard to, you know, weigh in on. Especially with not having enough people to really play with and get a good gauge on it. But yeah, it was it was fun for what it was. I'll update you guys in the next like month to let you know if people jump on it, which I hope they will. And you, if you're out there listening, you should go buy the game and play it so David can tell you whether or not you should buy it. Yeah, or we should play it together. So get it and we'll play together. I yeah. like it a lot. 
So good. I'm uh, glad you like it. Yeah. So Seth, what uh, what did you play this past week? Uh, well, I played a new game for me. Um, it uh, it is called Into the Breach. It is uh, made by the people who created uh, FTL, um, which is a a great space roguelike game. Um, it we're gonna talk about uh the Nintendo's indie direct they did on the twenty eighth, but right at the end of it, they they announced this game and said that it was coming out that day which i found very exciting and so when i got home from from school i decided to to get it and i've been playing it since then uh so not a not a whole lot of time with it but it's not it's it's not a game that you need a super amount of time to understand what's going on it's kind of it's kind of a a roguelike uh tactics game you are you control three these three units, and you go into these eight by eight grids um, where you have to destroy these alien invaders. The whole the the gimmick run is is they all they tell you what their attacks are going to be, and you you can move them around to um, make them hit each other or make sure they are not hitting you or hitting the the buildings that you need to stay alive. Um, and you know the the levels are all kind of randomly generated. The the monsters that come up. There are different enhancements that you can get for your mechs uh, to power them up, but it's all it's all kind of meted out at random, so it's always a different like level of difficulty. Um, like the 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 previous one I did, I went perfect through like three of the different islands. the The game is set up so you pick an island and then you have to do five different maps and then a boss map, and then you clear that island. And each of the, okay. the little maps have different objectives that you can get to um, to give you points to spend on different weapons or enhancements or give you more power, which is like your health, basically, uh, or items to upgrade your mechs. Um, and there are also pilots that have their own skills that get experience when they kill enemies. Um, so... Like, I went through three islands perfectly, getting all of the objectives on each of them. Uh, and I thought I was doing really good. And then I went to the fourth island, uh, and, like, I was doing fine, but I just kind of... I stopped being focused, and, and a bunch of buildings got destroyed, and I lost. And had to start the whole thing over. The The story of it is that you jump back into the past. So that's what the breach that you're going into is, like, a breach in time. And you can send one pilot back... Uh, back and in, in to, to start a new timeline um it's really fun because like the maps they they only last a few minutes um so it doesn't take like it's not like there i remember playing final fantasy tactics back in the day and some of those missions could take like a lot a long time um and a lot of tactic games are like that but this everything happens relatively quickly um I haven't, I haven't, like I said, I haven't played much of it, so I haven't gotten to the actual, like, final boss, or whatever it, it is. I, I've unlocked some new mechs, but I haven't used them at all. Um, but, it's, it's really fun, you know, so far I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm glad it came on on Switch, it's kind of, I, you know, I feel like I say this for every game I play on Switch, uh, but it's kind of a perfect, perfect design game for it. It's not one that I would want um on console 
because I mean I would play it on console, but it it works much better handheld because you can pl- it you play it in short bursts basically, um, and so yeah. the Switch is is perfectly suited. I I had been hoping for a long time it was going to come to mobile and I was going to get it on that, but when it came to Switch, um, it it felt like a perfect fit there. So that's it's been really enjoyable. Once I play more of it, I'll be able to indicate whether it is certified. But it's a it's a fun one. Um, <clears throat> today, actually, the thirtieth, uh, the messenger launch. So I'm I'm planning on getting that real soon, and we'll be playing that one too. Um, actually, next next week's gonna be kind of crazy. Actually, for the stuff that we're gonna be able to talk about that we played, because Destiny's coming out. It'll be right before Spider Man comes out. Yeah, Should, yeah, it's fun. gonna be a, a lot. But that's uh that's all that I have been playing, I think. All all the new stuff I've been playing any. Actually, that might be the only thing I played in the le- in the last week, which I've only done the, in the past 2 days. Hey. Well, at least you played something literally brand spanking new. Yeah. So. Um, let's get into the news since there is quite a bit. Mhm. Let's do it. Do you do you want to start with the direct or do you want to save that? Yeah, we can start with the the indie direct. Um, All right. It was really weird that they announced this. I thought because it was right on the heels of the indie direct that was in the UK. Um, right, and they they even acknowledged that. Yeah, and it was strange. Like when they first announced it, I thought, okay, are they just going to show us the same stuff, but not on their UK channel? But no, it's it was basically all unique games. Yep, completely um, different. Which is cool, and I sort of understand it because there's always a, there's a million indie games coming to Switch every week. Um, yeah, so they showed off most of the, most of these are games that have been out before, uh, like Hyper Light Drifters coming, Towerfall is coming, which I think is a is a definite get for for Switch. Um, oh yeah, of course. The, the couple of times we played it was great. Yeah, it's very fun. Um, Let's see something. Uh, I'm I'm looking at the list. A lot of these I I don't really remember. I actually, I sort of only half watched this because I was at school, and so I had it on my phone playing with no sound on. Um, I I shouldn't be admitting this because it's terrible. Uh, but so I I don't really know what all, all, all this stuff is. Um, David, if you have any insight into these, you can you can tell. So um, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. something called Zarvat is coming so um, i was looking at the list before we recorded i don't remember what that was yeah uh, i i remember the next game on the list uh minico's night market oh you missed treasure stack i did mm. yeah treasure I stack did. which was a weird looking stacking tetris game where mm-hmm. you're a person and you drag some treasure chests down and it was definitely a weird stack em up game where you can do the typical stack them up things and push more stuff on your enemy, which is next to you. Huh. So. Oh, I think I do remember that, actually. Uh, um, goes Night Market got Marianne excited. Yeah? Holy crap. Because it's basically, at least on the outside, Stardew Valley, but you grow cats oh, and Lord. you race cats. And it's... It just looks so weird, but it's all about 
you know, you live in this town that's obsessed with this cat god of some sort mm. called Abe. And Abba? Abe. A B E. Uh. Abe. Ah. Uh. And you Wait. eventually, I guess the point of the game is for you to attract Abe to your farm. And Abe is this like Totoro esque cat. Mm-hmm. Which Totoro is also cat esque. So, yeah. Well, big cat, but. Well, cool. There you go. Yeah. You like cats. It, <laughs> it sounds like de- that one. What was that? That mobile game. That everyone loved with the cats. Uh, Neko Atsume. Yeah, sounds like that. Although I don't remember. Um, next was Bullet Age, which is kind of like a Contra type game, which looked pretty cool. Um, yep. Samurai Gun 2. Which, which has, also looked weird. Yeah, it has samurais and guns. Uh, the World Next Door, which looked kind of interesting. It was a um, a, like a, a puzzler type game, I yeah. think. Um, had an interesting kind of look to it. Uh, King of the Hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when I when I saw this game, the only note I have for it is weird hat game because yeah. I couldn't discern anything from it besides yeah. don't get your hat knocked off. Mm-hmm. Just like real life, honestly. I mean, yeah. And uh, it reminded me in some weird ways, I was really hoping this whole Nindy Direct that that one game we played on your Wii would get announced. Sports ball? Yeah, sports ball. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. I actually was... I I almost played sports ball the other day because I had a bunch of friends over um, who who have played it with me before, but I didn't want to get the... pull the Wii U out, plug it up and stuff. That would be a fun one, too. But there are a lot of games like it. Like that... Um, This wasn't part of it, but the... What was the thing with the bees? The Killer Queen Black looks a lot like sports ball. And oh, it's yeah. Pretty I am, that's coming out this year, and I'm yeah. so ready for that. Uh, let's see. Next was Untitled Goose Game, which <laughs> honestly looked amazing. You seem to just play a goose and cause havoc in real yeah, it's world. Like, it's, it's like Goat it's like, Simulator, but for goose. Yeah, but with a goose. And it's kind of like an isometric view. Um, so that one looked good. Next was Desert Child. Uh, again, more stuff I don't remember. Wasteland 2, Director's Cut. Uh, Bastion is coming, which is cool. Bastion is a very good game. The Messenger, which we talked about. Undertale. Um, very yeah. excited about that one. Jackbox New Party Jackbox? Pack 5. Yeah. So I, I read some of the games and that actually looked like they'd be interesting, unlike the previous Jackbox, which was mostly bad. Transistor yeah, is coming. I remember buying it, being mad. Yes. Yeah. Transistor, which is good. Um, actually, I haven't played Transistor. I own it, but I have not played it, like many of the games I own. Um, Dragon Mark for Death. Uh, they said more about it. That was the one that they... I want to say they announced it like last year or something, uh, but with no information about it. Um, it it's like a NT Creates game. Like a side-scrolling RPG, but it's finally coming December thirteenth. Uh, Light Fingers and Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery, which is another good game. And then finally, Into the Breach, the aforementioned game that we talked about. Yeah, so yeah pretty pretty hectic. Bunch of, bunch of games. Most of them seem to be 
uh, like there will be quality titles. So, yeah, it's it's really exciting. We still, I'm telling you, within the next two to three weeks, we're going to have another Direct because they have to detail the online mode. The I, online thing. I have moved away. I don't think they're going to have a, a Direct for the online. I don't, like, I can't imagine there is that much more information, honestly, that they haven't showed us. Uh, I think it'll just kind of launch at some point. And there'll be like a tweet about it or something. <laughs> Just a really detailed tweet. I mean, it could, they could make like a, a video, I guess, but not like a, a Nintendo Direct, I don't think. I don't know right. if there's enough to warrant that. Uh, you did leave out Levelhead, which was kind of uh, in-your-face type of announcement during that Direct. But it's essentially a... Like a Mario Maker slash Little Big Planet. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's right. I I do remember that one striking me as because it looked a lot like Mario Maker. Yeah. So people will eat that up until Nintendo squashes it with Mario Maker. Yeah, for sure. But it's it's really neat. We're we're getting to a lot of stuff that's coming out. I I just think I don't know. I think there is going to be one just because Tokyo Game Show is next month, isn't it? Yeah, I yes. do think yeah. that we are going to get another direct. I just don't think it is going to be about the online service. I think we'll have a regular Nintendo Direct, um, and then the next one will probably be the next Smash Bros. Direct after that. Yeah. So let's get to the best news of the week. Uh, yeah. For the best for you, certainly. Oh, yeah. Because I've been saying it for years. I've been saying that this game deserves a second chance for years. And Capcom finally heard me. Finally. We're getting Onimusha on the PS4, Xbox One, and on the Switch. Right. Seminosuke, bringing it to you. Now... You should clarify, this isn't a brand new game. This is a remastered version of Onimusha Warlords. Still fine. I've beat yeah. that game like 50 times. <laughs> right. I, I just want to, I don't want to get, if there are any like insane super fans out there, though I'm right. sure if they were, they would know this already. But it's not a brand new game. Right. It's the first game, which gives me hope that we'll get the second game. Hey, and then maybe. the third game. What? I feel like this. We always think that when like a company releases a remastered version of, of a game that's been gone forever, and then we're like, oh, that means a new one's coming out, and then it never comes out. But, not to, uh, I don't want to get your hopes down. I know. I Listen, uh, the fact that this is even happening <laughs> is glorious. Because I, uh, I love this game, and even watching the trailer, just, I remember playing that game so vividly. Yeah. That watching the trailer, I was just like, oh, that guy's going past something secret. Just because I knew it was there. And I'm like, I know that it's a trailer and they're not going to do that. Yeah. But come on. And it's just, it's basically, and this is where it might turn you off. It's basically a samurai version of Resident Evil. And I don't know why it didn't take off the way Resident Evil did. 
but it's stupid cool. It's a stupid cool game, and I'm really hoping that a lot of people will latch on to it because it's yep. coming out at a good price point, which is twenty bucks on it's all platforms. In, yep, it's coming out in January, and it's coming out on all platforms. And I mean, people on the Switch are always looking for stuff, so eat it up. And yep. then maybe we'll get the great remake. Of the Onimusha Tactics game that was on the Game Boy Advance. That was a cool game. <clears throat> you played that? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that game was great. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry. That's my biggest news. That's why I could almost sign off. I'm good. Uh, yeah. That's that. When I saw that in the morning, I think it was Tuesday or Monday, but... I was just, there was no way my day was going to get worse from there. Like, yeah. it, was a, it was the best. Well, good. Then, I'm glad. Yeah. And then we've got the Gambit mode is going to be available to play for Destiny 2 on September 1st. That's, which is yeah, neat. A couple, gives you an, an early look at it a couple days before the um, expansion drops. Which is cool. Which we all need, because it looked cool, and I liked it, but man, did I... I need to actually play that to understand it. Even though I've already bought into the second season yeah. and stuff, but I really want to play it. And, connected to that, um, Destiny 2 is, now, is part of the September PlayStation Plus lineup, and you can get it right now. Yeah, for free. It's, it's even out early. Plus. Yeah, if you have PlayStation Plus. So that's cool. We talked about we we had a, a discussion about this in our group chat because um one of the other games is God of War 3 Remastered. And I l- looked at it really quick and thought it was the new God of War. And so we, both David and I were upset for a second that this game was already out on PS Plus and then it and then Chris was uh, kind to to charm to charm no to <laughs> to uh, tell us that it wasn't. And so we didn't have to be mad anymore. Yeah, which, I mean, thanks to Chris, because I got kind of, uh, kind of, you know, not kind of, really butthurt, because yeah. I, I was, I didn't like God of War all that much, so to, I mean, I, I liked it more by the end, but definitely not initially a huge fan of it. Yeah. Uh, which we talked am, about God of War, though. I am kind of sad that I traded that in, because the New Game Plus mode is apparently Yeah, it looks really cool. Phenomenal. But I'm not going to go and buy the game again to play it. Yeah, me either. If only it had come to PlayStation Plus. Yeah, if only. Way to go. Oh, well, whatever. Really dropped the ball. Um, <laughs> and on the, the Xbox side of things, they have announced some of the stuff that's coming to Game Pass. And I guess the uh, the big news, of course, we've talked about is the Master Chief Collection is going to be available, but also Quantum Break. Oh, yeah. So, I didn't mention that to you before we started recording. Yep. Finally, a, a chance for me to play that game. I never played it. And also, if you have an Xbox One X like me, uh, some people on Twitter have been raving about it. Yeah. But the the big 4K patch dropped for Master Chief Collection. Yeah, apparently, like the some of this stuff is really cool looking. Yeah, so I'm oh, I'm so excited. I 
I'm ready to play through that. It's going to be yeah. great. Let's see. Other news. We've got the puddle gate for Spider-Man because people are mad about puddles. Yeah, this isn't really news per se, but uh, I I'm wondering if it will turn into news. I don't know. It's something that certainly has happened in the gamer community online uh, because hey, I don't know if it was a screenshot they released or if it was in one of their the video previews they've been doing, um, but. There was a there's a scene that in the original um reveal of E3 last year there was this you know rooftop scene that there's a lot of water on the ground um and so it gives this it gives this look of really dynamic lighting because of all the reflections and stuff and they have released an an update of that um and the puddle is gone and so it sort of makes it look like a lower quality image even though it's the exact same image without a puddle and so there are people online who are mad saying that they downgraded the visuals of the game yeah like people are talking about this like it's some kind of watchdogs level thing but it's basically the exact same like there's almost no difference between the visual quality because it's the exact same thing yeah it's it's very maddening that people are this serious about it. I I've read a lot of people online saying that they're just not going to buy the game, and I'm like, this is over a puddle. Like, yeah, this is very like, serious. Do you see the rest of the the game looks amazing? Oh no, it's a weird righteous reaction to something like this. Yeah, it's definitely strange. Yep. Yep. Let's see. Uh, Battlefield Five got delayed, or they delayed it out of their death slot of being between Call of Duty and Red Dead to November twentieth, which is good for them yeah. because they will definitely get more sales that way, and it'll give them a little more time to polish the game. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So, a month. I wonder what the. Of difference. I wonder what the driving factor. Like, do you think it was because? That they wanted to polish the game, or just because of the the launch date? Oh, it's the launch date. I would, ooh, yeah, I would bet money. It's the launch yeah. date. And then I think the the last two pieces of news that I have is there's a forty five minute long gameplay drop of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, which I watched maybe five to ten minutes of. It looks very impressive. It goes along with all of the details from the E3 playthrough that people got to see. So it's if you actually read in-depth uh, experiences, then the gameplay is just going to look better because you already know you just are watching them do it, actually, instead of reading about it. And it looks really impressive. It, I'm I'm excited for it. Does it? I mean, it doesn't give out too much because it's a 45-minute slice of what's going to be an upwards of like 60 to 80-hour game. So More than that, probably. Yeah, for real. Did you watch any of it? Yeah, I watched about half of it. It's definitely visual, like an amazing... I, it's it's crazy. At the beginning of the, of the, of the, tr- the trailer, 
uh, the preview, they they put up this like disclaimer that this game is a work in progress and it, this is what the final game is going to look like. But it's absolutely gorgeous looking. Um, now, I mean, it's not a surprise given that these people, you know, they made The Witcher 3, which was an equally gorgeous looking game, and they are fantastic developers. Um, but, you know, it it looks like a finished game um, uh, in, in visual quality. And it also, it looks pretty fun. I mean... It's, uh, the, the world, like, it looks like an actual city that you, yeah. not that you would live in, because it's, you know, it's in the future. Um, but a lot of games, like, they have cities, and they're really just, like, these, you know, tiny kind of isolated areas. Uh, but this actually looks like kind of a real living, breathing place with with a lot of depth and, and levels and stuff. Um, it's, uh, it looks cool. You know, it's a... RPG first person shooter game um I don't know definitely there's, there's a lot of stuff going on in it that I'm not sure what it is and I, and I yeah. you know I'm sure that's the point they don't want to tell you everything but the gameplay it looks it looks fun and engaging and it's definitely a game that I can see myself spending uh hundreds of hours and forgetting what time of day it was or what day it was after a long play session right and I will say there was an interview with, I forget, CD Projekt Red, one of the lead guys, and they did spend upwards of a year working on just this demo. Yeah. So the team did. So, I mean, they, they definitely wanted to make sure that the first time we saw it, it looked impressive. Well, they yeah, certainly they, did it that. Worked. Um, and the last piece of news is this... <laughs> Random Nintendo Mobile Direct for Dragalia Lost. Yeah, it was really you... weird. They announced this, and then um, on the same day that it, that it, they announced it, they they uh, it posted it. Um, you know, it's I did watch it. We had a discussion last night about whether we wanted to stay up after it to record, which, as you know, did not end up happening. Um, but I I did watch it. I actually I had actually forgotten that it was happening because I was doing homework. And then when I finished, I looked on YouTube and there it was. And I thought, oh yeah, that's right, this was happening. Um, but you know, it's as with most of these, with all the D- Nintendo directs they've done about these mobile games, it's very over the top. Um, the game itself seems to be like a um, kind of like a an action RPG hack and slash type thing. Like it kind of reminded me of like Crystal Chronicles. Um, but you know, it's got a gotcha mechanic, um, or you can draw people like characters to use. And then you can draw dragons that they can transform into certain all, all of course with currency that you can spend money on. Um, you know, but you know, it's weird. It's, it's definitely it has the polish of a that that you're used to with these Nintendo mobile games. Um but yeah, it's not not a not a whole lot of depth to it. I mean, it it looked like a fun enough game for a mobile game. For sure. I mean, yeah. I I just read about it. It looks neat. I'm excited to give it a shot like I do with all of Nintendo's other mobile releases, but Yeah, and then stop playing it after a couple weeks. Yeah. I remember when they released Animal Crossing, I was, like, super excited about it. And then, like, after a few weeks, I was like, all right, I'm done with this. I'll move on to something else. And I have. I'm now playing the Digimon Lynx mobile game. 
So, uh, so is there any other news you had, Seth? Um, there's just a, a couple trailers that Spelunky Two got a, a new trailer, um, which I had forgotten entirely was coming out. Um, but they say it's coming out at some point in 2019, uh, which you know it's a sequel of one of, of of a beloved game, so it should be pretty good. There was a new English trailer for the Persona dancing games, which of course I am all about. Um, yeah. People, you need to play Persona. You need to do it. Um, that was pretty much it, though. That I saw. That I, we hit the we hit the big stuff. Yeah, for sure. So with that, we appreciate you listening. Uh, we uh, we always try to put out episodes weekly. This week it almost didn't happen. So thanks to Seth for squeezing it in, um, along with my sickness. So it's not always uh feasible but we appreciate you listening and we hope to see you here next week where we will be giving you our first impressions on the destiny year two dlc and it'll be it'll be fun because we know a lot about that so that's something we'll be able to go on and on about so very excited next week bye goodbye